Is that a pink otter? <laughs> is that really a pink stuffy otter? Penelope the Otter. That is a great, great stuffy. God damn it. This is this, this is it. Mew, can you please show me your vagina? Just, yeah. just, I thought it was her asshole. Well, look, I just got both. Thank yeah, you. Both. Thank you. Very this is nice. going to be that type of show, I think, where I'm just going to have Mew show me her butthole like 18 times. That's very good, Pumpkin. Thank you so much. You're She's staying there. She's, She's not just, moving. Well, because she likes you know stretching what? her butthole. You're bouncing your leg up and down. It looks like you're jacking off. That's <laughs> because I... Well, look, she's got a cute butthole. I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just uh, getting a little in before the show starts. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? So before, it's going to be it's gonna be an odd show because we got Se here. Se? Ke? Se? How are you doing, Se? I'm good. Good. Okay, good. That's good. <laughs> Don't even. Oh, this is going to be the greatest worst show ever! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? <laughs> Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, The Adventures of the Kinky Lifestyle, where we explore shit. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Creative Explorer. And I am Count Boogie. And over there we have Unger. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Kathy? Woody? You know, sometimes you just gotta say... Okay, whatever. Wait, that's what you got to say. We got a Pokemon watch and a and a pink otter and Penelope. And, Mew, and Penelope the pink otter and Mew's butthole and fucking says here after one hundred and sixty two episodes, finally we're able to get Creative Explorer sitting in the, the hot legend, seat. the legend. It's not legend. even the hot seat. The legend that is. I, I hear I am legendary for my ice cream sandwich. <laughs> good story. A good story. I never know when I tell these stories how, what if they're going to take off or not. I actually Just regret it's, that. It's kind of like, you know, you you know, it's kind of like the the reverse of a show. It's like people well, cuz we talk about things and all the things that we do and then it's like people are always like, "Oh, I wonder what they look like or who they are, you know, or, you know, kind of like you don't know like all of our listeners don't really know us." Right. It's also very similar that we've been talking so much. I mean, I've met Creative Explorer. We've talked about stuff and whatever. But it's just kind of like there's been this detachment that he's always this character that's doing this interesting fucked up shit. <laughs> and and now he's here and 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 about talking about some serious shit. And it's just yeah. it's kind of surreal and cool. It is surreal and I'm I'm kind of freaked out. But well, I'm, that I'm is my favorite cool. part of yeah, this whole of thing. Of course it is because of the suck. level of control and dominance that he has over you. And I'm just not here. I'm just, okay, <laughs> not here. Did you guys set some ground rules? No, or something? we didn't even talk about it. He he knows. I mean. He doesn't come in. Is try he going to just like stand up and be like, "Hand no. job, get your Pinterest"? No. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't bring the collar. I have collars. I, I we shut got a box. up. We have a box. Start of the show. Start. To look. Look yeah, at your what? list. What would you, we have to introduce our guest? You Kathy. never introduce guests. You get mad it's, when I tell you to. It's incredibly rude to not introduce <laughs> our guest, Kathy. You suck, and I hate you for it. <laughs> did, we're, did, we're, didn't you just go? What? Which con did you just go to? Uh, Anime Expo. Anime Expo. How was that? 
Oh, it was great. It's uh, probably my favorite thing to do every year, and uh, that was the one I think you even said on the show where I actually started walking. That's you trained because he of trained it. Trained for it. I, I, that can he can he get more geeky and nerdy than that? Well, he I'm trained not, for anime expo. I'm not I, really doing that anymore though because it was I, I was wearing out, and I need now I now I walk every day. So so for a whole now year, you're doing it just between the health. two. Yeah, be, but between the two expos, I've been walking every day for a whole year now. Yeah. So now he's like just running from hey whatever it booth takes to booth to, to just get you to get you the hell out of the house uh i think that's good so it was fun was there a lot of like uh hot anime dressed up cosplaying that's why i go <laughs> it doesn't even pretend it's that type of <laughs> it's honesty why I go. it's that's what the fuck else are you gonna go to see a bunch of geeks with fucking little cheeto stained fingers looking at fucking game boys no you go for the hot cosplay women uh-huh that's what you would go for. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> thank you very. Hear you, hear you, hear you. Every, every man in here. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been. It, it, let's just say, uh, it's been a very interesting day. Um, but I wanted. To, there was one follow up I wanted to do. We uh, we went at someone really hard about their post last week, and we, we I did, and uh, and so I I I believe that you shouldn't say something to someone that you aren't going to say to their face. So, I mean, they're far away. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, this is the reason we didn't say your name. These are the things that I thought. And it got into a very solid discussion. At first, there was some defensiveness and whatever, but I, I really felt, you know, hurt. Because I even when I said that last week, I I thought, I didn't think this, this why I didn't say, we didn't say his name, because I got the impression that he was maybe just really frustrated and just not wording himself in a way that was successful for the goal of, of getting partners or whatever. And so I had a great conversation with him and I just wanted to update that, that he turned out to be a really solid guy and a really good thinker. And, uh, and he has some good intentions and he loves his fucking wife. And I, and I think that's, that's amazing. So, so that was the so follow it turned up. Out good. So I think it, I think it turned out, I think it turned out really positive. And of course, you know, even though I'm an asshole and an antagonist on the show, which we'll talk about today, of course. um, I, I do want people to win and I do want people to, put their best foot forward to be successful in situations that are awkward and difficult to achieve because I've been doing that, you know, my whole life. So, good. so that was that. That was good. And then uh, I can't ramble anymore because of that show because that, that segment was a perverted podcast. Uh, that segment was 40 minutes long and I cut it down to 20 minutes because um, I'm having some problems, you know, for the last few months. We've talked about it, therapy and possible medication and suicide and and it's and so it's getting really really um it's getting very chaotic uh and uh, and so I ramble because I'm trying to find something to put a foundation uh or some purpose in my life. And so uh, I told Kathy last, I can't, I need, I need a timer. I need, I have, just, I just can't, you know, and, and it's hard to admit today was uh, a very difficult day uh, when your girlfriend of three and a half years with tears in her eyes and a quivering chin gives you permission if you need to go because you've been in so much pain your whole life. That's a really hard thing uh, to deal with. And I, I cried today for the first time in years. I wept uh, for the first time in a lot of years. So it's been it's been 
it's been a lot, so I'm letting the listeners... If you're a new listener to Perverted Podcast, sorry about the fucking bummer. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if you've been with Perverted Podcast a while, you know that that, that uh, the, the human mind is very underdeveloped. Uh, and in a, in a few thousand more years, hopefully we'll be able to put logic before spinning emotion and insanity. Um, but it's not that way today. That's not where the human mind has evolved to today. And that's why we have wars and shitty people and, and fights and all this stuff because our brain is fucking underdeveloped and mine is at the top of that heap. So, uh, so it was a, it was a, it was a crazy day. So I just, we now have a timer. Um, back, which we had in the beginning. Mew is on top of the timer um, because I, I don't want to lose her. And I sure don't want to have... Um, I mean, sorry, Pervert Podcast, but um, you know, you're important, but you're not as important as my relationships. Um, and and that was a horrible thought to, to have her have to let go uh, of me. And, and I'm not saying if you're done, you're done, but uh, I'm going to keep fighting because that's all they know how to do because I'm still curious and I just don't want to be a failure so you can get knocked down as many times as you want just keep getting the fuck back up you know find something else to think about so and so there's things that we did this week it was a great weekend bunny was here with fucking soap it was great it was fucking sex marathon there were so many great things and a lot of fun but you know your brain is your brain and it's horrible we had uh, I found out that chocolate nursing I, I found out that nursing mew was bad I'm sorry, you found out what? Well, I, I put chocolate milk, Kathy, in, you know, sometimes I'll make her chocolate milk. I make my girls chocolate milk. It's the daddy thing. And then I have, like, you know, those mustard bottles, those big mustard bottles, you know, and sometimes I'll fill it with chocolate milk so you can drink it like a hamster from the side. It's kind of funny. You squirt it in their mouths and, like, ah! So it's like a shot of chocolate milk. And so all of a sudden, Mew's like, hey, you could. Like pretend to nurse me with chocolate milk, and I'm like, yeah, that's you did you really? That'd be funny. And so we're like laughing because we do stupid shit like that. So she stands up on a chair, and you know, because I'm a lot taller than her, and she stands up. She kind of puts it under her armpit, the chocolate milk thing. So it's kind of like the things right next to her nipple, and I go, mama. <laughs> and, I, oh, and I go up to it, and I go, nom, 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 and. In like it took about a half a second, Kathy. <laughs> I, can't, the, I can't believe it took that long for the smell of a human body and like her, you know, because every inch of her, you know, people they all have their just that body scent, not stinky. It's not. I'm just body scent. It's like a human. Yeah, there's a human, and and it and it smelled like boob because I like boobs, and and I'm like going, and I was adopted, so I didn't. I never had the the boob thing. And so I just, insta- I'm like, ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> And it got fucking awkward quick. And we both like stood up and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, check off list. Thanks. Kind of like the octopus inside of you. You do it once and that's the end of it. Now you know why I don't like don't food play. D- why you don't like it's- Food on human bodies is it wasn't not e- right. it didn't even touch her, Kathy. But it's, it's the smell of a human body and this and the taste or smell of food. Kathy, don't just... you ever eat fried chicken taken a dump? Come on, <laughs> bad news bears. I, I that is bad more news bears information too. than I want to know about. Bad you, news Buggy. bears too. Please tell me you've never done that. 
Yes, I'm done. <laughs> another to- I'm a fucking food addict, Kathy. Of uh, course. I don't want to hear anymore. I pull cake out of trash cans. Come on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Well, at least you got out of your way. One thing I wanted to mention about um, the mind being all fucked up. Uh, yes, that's absolutely true. The, the human mind is not designed to be, to be rational. It was evolved to keep you alive long sure. enough to not die until you reproduced. Sure. That's what it's for, and that's all it's for. Uh, however, if you know how fucked up the human mind is, and I actually do this. I look at uh, – I go to Wikipedia and, and look up, like, the cognitive biases. Right. And I just read through them. There's, like, hundreds of these things. And you realize two things. One, oh, my God, the human mind is more fucked up than I thought it was. But two, once I know what each of these biases are, I'm actually more equipped to not be prey to them. And it actually helps you come closer to approximating rationality, even though you're stuck with a human brain. That's why I like um, Narcotics Anonymous better than Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) Where are you coming from? Well, no, because, no, not even Narcotics Anonymous. Like, when I got busted... Um, uh, a while ago for some things. Uh, you know, you have to go through some <laughs> things and do some things. And so what? you can either go to AA or you can go to diversion or whatever. And so I uh, I had to go to diversion. I've been to AA and whatever, and I knew I was at a point, okay, i got to get sober and, and take care of my life or whatever. Um, but uh, the diversion program was not religious at all, whereas Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12-step programs you're basically broken and only a god that you create, giving alcoholics the power to make their own god is sketchy. Um, but you get to create your god, and then that's what keeps you sober. Whereas when you do- like what Creative Explorer says, I needed to know what my mind was doing. I didn't need a bunch of fairy tale fluffy stuff. I wanted to know what my brain was doing. And the more I knew about addiction and how it works on the brain, the more empowered I was to go, this isn't some crazy demons versus angel thing. This is just these chemicals, this place in the brain, this isn't communicating with this, and the rest of the brain is fucking amazing. The rest of the brain does trillions of things every day. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, the, the one thing I always found suspicious about Alcoholics Anonymous is one of their things is that they teach you that you're, you're powerless. And any... Anybody that teaches you that you're powerless seems a bit culty well, to me. It, so well, I'm, here's, I'm I mean, very I suspicious can, of that. I surely don't want to get into uh, a rag on AA because I did get sober there. But the, the powerless thing isn't necessarily um, – it's your powerless – you will continue to drink unless you find a new plan. Unless you get the support of other, when if you're not, uh, you don't have problems with addictions or alcoholism or stuff uh, like that. My personalities okay. doesn't okay. allow it. I actually yes. did have a um, long time ago. Like the closest I ever came was I was getting a, ca- a caffeine headache. I didn't even realize it was a caffeine headache uh, until I realized. Oh wait a minute! I you I know headache. why it's only happening on weekends. It's a caffeine headache, and after that. I just stopped drinking caffeine because okay, the so idea I'm say of not something, an addict. Yeah. Some, the, well, the idea of something external having control over me like that is just more than I can tolerate. Yes. Now, if you're dealing with uh, the the mind of somebody who uh, has the 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 mental state to uh, of addiction, alcoholic compulsion. Um, you are powerless over that. You can try years. You can say anything. You can read anything. You can do anything. There is an intervention that needs to happen at some point, and that comes to 
going outside of yourself, getting the support, finding the information, all of that stuff. But if left to your own mind, you're going to have your girlfriend um, giving you permission to kill yourself. It's, right. it's just something. I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get into this because we have a lot of show to okay. get into. So let's just move on uh, with more of the show. But we can definitely have um, we can definitely have uh, discussions about this. On, hey, did, on the did show. it work? Did you just get a? I I think so. That was the thumbs. That was the Aww. shut the fuck up. Mo- okay, good, good. It's working. Unger. Yes, Boogie. Unger, uh, most popular toy was what? <laughs> so I was doing a taster this weekend. I, I'll, I, I get to be the lighthearted one this time. Hey. Wow, <laughs> that's a change. Yeah, it is. Um, you I did cheery a, bastard. Yeah, I know. I did a uh, Cane's Crops and Paddles taster on Saturday night. And getting ready for it, I'm like, okay, I've got you know four or five canes. I've got two or three crops. But I think I only have like one or two paddles. So I had really bad insomnia last week. And I have some power tools that I've used to, to build costumes and things. So... I decided to learn woodworking in the middle of the night last week, so 2 in the morning I'm out with a jigsaw creating my own paddles for the first time. I'm sure your neighbors must have thought you were just the <laughs> fucking tits. The cats. It's, fuck. it's that is so fucking tweaker, you have no idea. <laughs> I do. That, that is straight up meth. <laughs> straight up. That's awesome. Well, I, I closed the garage so that it was muffled greatly, yeah. so you really couldn't hear, which meant I was there with all the dust and everything, nice. especially with sanding. That was the best. Nice, nice. So I go to this to, to, to get paddles, and I get there, and I have all kinds of stuff. And seriously, four out of five people just wanted to try the freaking pool noodle on a stick. Wow. Pool noodle on a stick. Oh, yeah, yeah. The thuddy thing. That I made, yeah, I made it like a year and a half ago. It's just because it's a novelty and it's new, right? No, because it has a thud. Because it has, it's not too hard, but you can give enough whack behind it. It's not going to sting, it's going to thud, and it makes a loud noise. Kind of like the, uh, have you ever seen the My Little Pony flip, uh, flip flip-flop paddle that I have? Isn't that that around here That we made, uh, I don't know. Mew, if you could. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. It was like doesn't matter. But yeah, it's those types of yeah. things. They make a lot of noise, so you can whack someone like crazy with it, and it just makes all this thunderous noise. But it just yeah. it's right. study. Yeah, Pretty, pretty nice. cool. It was it was kind of like you know Christmas, where the kids like the box better than the toys that yeah. they come in. It was just that kind of moment of <laughs> you're, you're like you assholes. Uh, I fucking worked at two in the morning, <laughs> yeah. and two, my two. neighbors think I'm fucking Breaking Bad here, and uh, and you like the pool noodle. Yeah, the the, the thing I put together in three minutes one night because I was bored <laughs> inhaling wood shavings all weekend long. Yeah, just, and it hasn't oh, changed him at all i mean look at him well i'm happy and joyous today oh Can't inhale more please <laughs> nothing, nothing like a little lacquer <laughs> a little uh, lacquer just and shellacked. sawdust i just shellacked one of them just, uh, shellacked. <laughs> just one i did that outside though in a, shellacked. Oh, not in a closed garage no 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 right. not, no not yet let's get on to the good stuff uh, we're skipping fat life stuff today does a pussy taste like eggplant? I think that's my favorite jingle. <sighs> the friends jingle. It is not. Wait, are we supposed to, to read this no, first? Nothing. Should we just start? But, uh, you can Sh- tell the listeners why we're skipping FetLife stuff. Shouldn't I just read that? Sure, go right Is that ahead. it? Yes. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for 
redress and re- grievances. A redress of grievances. Is it, it says red dress. I got a dick, a red man. Dress. I, I'm just all of a sudden like thinking of like, yeah, chicken a red, red dress. Chicken a red dress. So I, I guess um, today we have Creative Explorer, our our house uh, expert our on. House Yes. On, uh, well, I mean, here's the thing. And and we've had a number of these. It's been some really good conversations. And I don't know if Kathy's hipped you to all this. Um, but uh, there's obviously a climate change that you're well aware of in the kind of some of the uh, pros and cons of what's going on with free speech. And yeah, I've been paying attention to it. You've been paying a little attention to it, which is why you're here. Um, but we've also been getting some great letters Um they're not even hate letters. They're like really nice people. They have articulate thoughts. They have their thoughts. They're absolutely There's just a little bit of sarcasm thrown in every once in a while. But generally, hey! they're good letters. Yeah, like me. Yeah, like I don't throw in fucking <laughs> <laughs> and And then even as as soon as yesterday, uh, you know, getting getting some grief over words and certain words that we use. And, and there's a, a number of people, there's a lot of movements out right now that are very interested in for potentially what they feel are good reasons um, to protect people and oppressed people and marginalized people and groups and things that might be offended by some of these words, that there is an actual movement moving forward to say there are certain words you shouldn't be able to say legally. Mm. And obviously that that brings up the freedom of speech and how that works. So today we're going to talk. A little bit. It's going to be real messy because I have. It is going to be messy. I've been watching nothing but like microaggression videos, pro and con, good points on both sides, um, just all the trigger warnings and stuff going on in the universities and and the changes and free speech zones and and this is and that. It's been a really interesting thing. So, so I'm just going to say that's where I'm at. I'm going to just chime in on shit. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps it, we could start because we, you and I had this conversation just a short while ago in the kitchen about what the First Amendment is and what it isn't. Yeah, so I remember a couple shows back. Uh, I think I remember hearing Boogie said, uh, "Hey, isn't isn't uh, isn't the government supposed to protect free speech?" And I immediately thought, "No, it doesn't." And because I, I've, I'm familiar with that, uh, First Amendment only stop, protects free speech from the government. Uh, See, that's kind of what I was reading today. Yeah. yeah. So that, that doesn't mean it protects it from uh, society. And there's a lot of pressures. Like, you, you can, um, like if you say the wrong thing, you can get fired from your job. Absolutely. Uh, in, in fact, a, a lot of people have gotten fired. And, and what's, what's funny is these are people that are, ideologically, they're trying to protect minorities. They are not, these are not people that are bad people. They're right. actually on the side. But because they're inarticulate or because they're not saying it in the way that people want, it's like people that are on the right side or on the same side as the people that are getting them fired are still getting getting punished. Right. And it's it's kind of like this whole thing. It's when you're when you only focus on uh, the fact that, oh, you use this or that forbidden word instead of uh, the content of what they're saying this is what you get you get these witch hunts where people actually feel righteous in persecuting someone who is ideologically on their side right and that's just insanity that doesn't make a whole lot of sense like i actually can you explain a little bit can you give an example of that so yeah so um there was uh, this um person at netflix uh, and I forget uh, his name. I got it written down here. Let me see if I can look it up. Just uh, call him Dude. 
Dude. Dude. Dude. Netflix. Netflix dude. So, so I'll bring up two people. There's, uh, and I forget which is which, but it's uh, one of them's like the head of, uh, was like the CEO of Papa John's, and the other one was uh, the in someone high up in Netflix. Sure. Papa John's and was, was uh, recent. Yeah. Jonathan uh, Friedland and John uh, Schnatter. I think Schnatter's so, a Papa John's. So, so, so these guys are talking about how to fight against racism. If you look at the content of what they said, right. they're actually saying, oh, we, we, yeah, we absolutely have to address racism. But because they use the wrong words, and, and because th- that's the thing, if you're not a racist, you, you don't think that you should have to worry about talking about being against racism. But they, they use the wrong words, and, and they, they didn't use the words disparagingly. But... Again, they because of the way they said what they said, they they ended up having to step down from their positions. And the thing the thing that's sad about it though is the people who ousted these people, they don't even realize it's like they're on your side. If you listened to the conversation, these people are on your side and they just got punished for that. But why do then people go after them so aggressively? How can you not realize that that person is actually trying to do the right thing? See, I don't even know well I don't know the context of the conversation, so well, a lot of it is is there's this. It's a very powerful feeling to be to be a protector, a white knight, a champion for the oppressed. It's a very fulfilling and powerful thing, and it's it takes effort to to look at the nuance and the context of what they said. And so to if, if you've got find a middle ground, th- there's and nothing more dangerous than people with a righteous cause that is you know that they're just fighting for and they feel righteous in doing it and then a a lot of times you don't think about the damage that's being done because you haven't really thought it through and you haven't looked at well wait a minute is this really is that's what they really said is that's what they're really trying to do uh like there was this uh this software engineer at uh, at google named uh, james damore who wrote this memo trying to come up with ways to make the workplace more amenable to women because they were addressing like the, the, the gender difference. There's, there's uh, more men than women in software engineering, uh, in, in software engineering. So he tried, he tried to, he, he started off saying that this is, I, I'm all for diversity and I, I don't think uh, I'm not a sexist. And, and he explained it all. And he explained like real solutions. Like this could actually make the tech industry more uh, suitable to to women and and this would like help increase the number of women that are willing to to come work here and he got fired for being sexist because just by saying just by the mere suggestion that hey maybe the problem is that men in general and women in general have have actually di- have different temperaments and are maybe interested in different things maybe thinking. we should adapt to make the place suitable for both that way we can get more diversity and inclusion and be, but because he dared suggest that there could possibly be a difference between male and female genders, he got fired but that's as a, being sexist. That's, that's a factual th- statement, isn't it? Well, the thing is, though, no, who re- the, the people that were in an outrage, how many of them read his memo? Well, okay, so now we have two examples um, that, that, that there may be, uh, you know, two instances where the... I guess they're called social justice warriors came came forward and pressured and made that happen. And, and, and I'm sure there's a number of examples where it was good intentions with bad outcomes or poorly used words or social awkward. And we know about that, but what about the people where the many instances where there is 
uh, intent, prejudice, racism, things like that. So the people that are standing up about these words, these are people that are sick of seeing aggression in the workplace towards women, which is, you can't really ignore the fact that that is. I mean, the guy got fired just suggesting it. So obviously everyone knows about this. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is I'm looking for a balance. And I know we're kind of, I'm kind of jumping ahead to like what I want is a solution because I don't have. But we can always pick situations where this was not what it seems this person was innocent this person was guilty but there's enough of both that the main issue for me is why is this why are we going to take away words instead of deal with people right why are we why are we not going why are, are we going if we're going to say that you can get fired for saying these words you can get expelled for school um i had a i had a friend that uh was walking past a group of coworkers and he said got to go drain the lizard and uh and there was a uh, a female present she complained about it he was fired there's all sorts of examples uh of this happening but my concern is are we going to start taking words away? Are we going to start saying this word, regardless of what the intention is, um, regardless of who's saying it, this is now going to be illegal? Well, I, I think it's even worse than you're describing because what, what happens is um, when, when you these uh, using these words gets conflated with something like saying I'm going to drain the lizard gets conflated with sexual assault. Right. And... It's it's get, and then you get into microaggressions where it's getting ever and ever smaller offenses. Sure, sure. Uh, allow this, and and yet no matter how big or small the offense, the punishment is the same. Right. So how can you rationally take seriously the real offenses? It's going to make it difficult. To, now you absolutely should take seriously the real offenses, but if you're using the same words to right. describe both the really bad stuff and the maybe. Maybe just a little douchey, a little insensitive. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to conflate those two, then a, a good percentage of the population is just going to say, "It's like, well, yeah, but you 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 cry wolf at every uh, uh, every at everything, sure, so it, it's, it makes it harder to take to for some people to take these seriously because now you can't just assume that somebody did something. It's like, well, yeah, but I hear about something getting blown out of proportion every freaking week. So, uh, so when someone does do something truly horrific. Uh, it, it's it's a lot harder to notice because you're inundated with all these trivial cases of people people getting punished for trivial stuff when they're not in they have no malicious intent whatsoever. And so, how do you gauge that? How do you? It, it, this is where you get into that vague, like it's it's not enforceable. And how would it be enforceable? Well, it depends on that's the, where they just want to take the word. It, it, yeah, it depends on the the context you're in. So, I, and you know, my attitude is is just like words are just words it's like what did they actually do and that's uh that's uh essentially why free speech is good not just you know from the government express uh, oppressing it but you don't want society oppressing it either uh, you know one thing that i think is important to consider is is what is what is speech for if you really think what speech is for what what's a what's an idea in your head just throw me out an idea in your head that you did not get from hearing someone speak. That that's an orig- fully original idea that 
You I, never you never had from a conversation. I I can do it, but it's just not going to be words. You know, right? Wow, that's my glorp my glorp talk. It's true. I'm I am exceptional. I have so, a so, second so, sense. So the way <laughs> I speak in another parallel so, universe. So, so here's the thing: the way our minds think is, imp- I mean, even, even when you do think of when you do think of an idea, uh, let, let's say any idea, you think of it in words, and there's a description w- words for it. affect the way we think. So this is what what words are for: is they're for communicating ideas between each other. And when you uh, and and this is one of the things. So so all the ideas that weren't communicated to you, those are I'm hungry, I hurt, uh, I want to fuck that. It's it's all animal ideas. What makes us human, what sets us apart, is those ideas which we got through speech. And because humans can communicate in complex language, we don't have to start from square one at every generation. We can actually transmit ideas from one generation to the next. Just because of and, words. And just because of words. So this is what, why words are powerful. And so... Oh. To, then to restrict words is to restrict thought. Oh yeah, because they're they're directly related to each other. Your thoughts are are directly related to the words you hear. And, and so, if you have certain words that you now can't say, then that that curtails your ability to communicate and your willingness to communicate. Because now you are afraid that if you have a feeling and you use these these are the words that you would express that feeling with, now all of a sudden you're not going to communicate. Because, oh, my God, if I say something, I'm going to be racially, I'm going to be a sexist, I'm going to be, you know, all of these things. And and even though they just took one word, now it's like all the word, how now your conversation is spent trying to describe something that you can't describe. Well, well think, yeah, think of how ridiculous this is. We, we want to forbid a word, and that word is forbidden, so you can't write it, you can't say it. How are you going to tell people what that word is? <laughs> they did that in South Park. What? What did he say? South Park? He's talking about South Park episode where they did that. Was that the microaggression principle? Uh, No, that was way way before. You know, there's a microphone there. Just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't hear you. They can't hear you. So you're just talking to fucking nobody. Okay. Wait a minute. Hang on a sec, guys. This is important stuff. Okay. Mew. Thanks. It's been like four minutes. And thank you. That's your butthole. And there it is. Oh, thank you. And I like how she just holds it there. Because I'm like, okay, that's stop. good, pumpkin. Yeah. That's good. That's and good, she pumpkin. Hasn't stopped. Just good. You, well, you know, she likes the feeling of her butt being stretched. <laughs> she does it all the time. Daddy, can you just stretch my butt? And I go, yes, I can, because I'm a good daddy. And I shall. I Here we keep, go. I will keep fight still holding it. <laughs> still holding it. Okay, thank you very much, pumpkin. That I'm going to look break. back to creative. Asshole break. Good, good <laughs> butt break. Yeah, so, so how many people have the same ideas of the people that are around them? Uh, how many people have the same religion? of most people in their geographic area. So what does that tell you? That tells you either the truth is geographically based or then that some of these ideas are better than others and some uh, ideas are wrong, some are right. So how do you get, how, how do you get right ideas? Well, the only way you can, the, the, the best approximation as humans we can get to good ideas are as if we just throw all the ideas out there. And we get exposed to uh, to this idea, that idea, and then finally, then one, once we're exposed to them, we can say, "Oh, this idea sounds just like mine. Only there's one slight difference. Maybe that sure, idea is sure. right." So, so the only the only way we can escape our 
our primitive starting point, which is just narrow, limited to one perspective, is to be open to all perspectives. And this is why this, this is one of the I think another misconception of free speech. They say free speech is if you deny free speech, you're denying the right of the speaker, and that is the most minor of the offenses of that. The major offense of denying someone free speech is all the people that could have benefited from what he said, good or bad. Good or bad. Well, n- not not just bad. It could have been um, may- maybe they disagreed with it, well, but they would have known what the idea was, so they could have made that decision. So they could for have decided. So when you can't, and here's okay. Go, I have go a go question you. in relation okay. to that because okay. that leads me to that. With that in mind, how important is the free flow of speech and information and ideas to our society? And how, uh, by contrast, how detrimental is it to continuously restrict and restrict and restrict our speech? So the way you get to the truth is you throw all the ideas out there, even, even the ones that you think are wrong, uh, because every once in a while, one of those ideas that everyone assumes is wrong turns out to be right. Civil rights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Women so, so, voting. So, oh, oh, <laughs> Gay yeah. marriage. So, so free, free speech has always been the best friend of the minority, the person that did not have the majority opinion. Right. Uh, so you, you throw out all the ideas, and it's... And as soon as you start curtailing that, well, humans have this thing called confirmation bias, is you, you tend to see what you expect to see. You have an idea. You tend to look for things that confirm that idea. Uh, once you set an author- put an authority of charge of saying what is and is not okay to say, now instead of having your ideas, you're, having, you're only exposed, you're in this echo chamber, and now you only have the ideas that the authority uh, Gets, allows. So, yeah. and, and you know what? Maybe the authority will sometimes get it right. Sure. But, you know, uh, l- let me give you an example. There was, uh, a, 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 and I'm going to give you an example of some very hateful speech here. Okay. So, oh, so this, th- this one guy, this is a long time ago. Yeah, C- Kathy's cringy. I'm cringy. This is going to be terrible. This guy named Copernicus said. Oh, that guy, that fucking guy. <laughs> he said. Don't get me started on fucking Copernicus. The fucking earth, religion. He, he said the earth. Is is not maybe not the center of the universe? Fucking heretic! That, that was so it was so hateful because how how can, how can you have the gall to say that the that the Earth is not the center of God's creation? That's hateful. It goes right to our moral foundations. I mean, our whole life is Should built put that guy in house on arrest. This, on no, this it was concept. Galileo. That was Galileo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 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 that was a very hateful idea, an offensive idea to a lot of people. To a lot of people, yeah. And so, so every once in a while, one of those ideas is going to happen to be true. So if you suppress that, you're just that, – that's why free speech is so important is you're, you're suppressing civilization. Uh, Here, let, me, let me – No, me, me. You me. Are, you're gonna go All back right, back. go ahead. Here's, here's what I see as, as an older person. Now, I had to evaluate a lot of myself when we're thinking about this topic. Am I just getting angry about this so I can convince myself to eat food because I'm a food addict and I need to piss myself off? So I'll just do things to harm myself. There, there's. Am I, what are what is my what is really my beef with this whole these movements that are trying to curtail more and more and more and more speech because more and more and more people are offended and not able to deal with being offended, so they want to be protected. And I think one of the things that is scariest to me is everyone says, okay, most people have a pretty good assumption that using the N-word in a derogatory manner is obviously offensive, hurtful, and a number of these things. 
And the, oh, by, by the way, these guys didn't get fired for using it in a derogatory manner. Sure, they were sure. using it just to describe what the word was. Sure. And um, and that's fine, but as an older person who has seen changes in culture happen over 40 years, 50 years, 30 years, um, the word, it may be a good idea today. You know, that's why I always make the joke about Nazis didn't become Nazis overnight. You know, there was a process of brainwashing this culture to finally believe that it was okay to to do these things. And uh, so it's this word today. And we say, okay, we're not going to say this word because this is this. Okay, this word offends a lot of people and we're going to take it out. But understanding humanity is understanding that the party's got to keep going. And the next generation or the next group of people need to pick their words that are offensive. That may not be. Had a great example yesterday. I, I made a I made a joke because you know I, I I'm, I'm a comic, and I made a joke that if you suck up to snowflakes, you'll get brain freeze, and uh, you know which I thought was very clever. Thanks, because uh, you know snowflakes are obviously described as the hypersensitive people, myself included. See, you know I'm I'm emotional and mental. So I can bring myself in the snowflake joke. Um, and someone was, uh, you know, you know, shamed me and whatever. You have your right to speak. I love free speech and the fact that you can tell me that I'm a fucking asshole. I really love that. Um, but this person was said that the word snowflake offends um, a lot of people who, you know, are marginalized because they're sensitive or whatever, whatever they said. And so that would be the next word. And now lame and crazy. Now lame and crazy are on the list because lame means, uh, I guess, like uh, when a a horse is broken, a horse is lame. And so that refers that might offend some people who um, are physically challenged and crazy, which I also am. Thank you. Prove it every day. Um, uh, Crazy, obviously, is offensive to... um, you know, people with mental illness. So you should know. So at, at what point if you it's there's a snowball and it happens. And if you give the public permission to stop one word, the next group is going to want their word. And eventually it's going to be words that you're like, wait a minute. What about slut, cunt and whore? We use that all the time in this lifestyle. What about dominance and submission? Women have been marginalized. Women are marginalized all over the world. They're objectified over the world. They're treated like fucking dogs. So absolutely some women are going to be absolutely justifiably offended at being called a slut, a cunt, or a whore. So are we now supposed to remove that word? It's Everyone has their word that's offensive. So, so there's one assumption I want to challenge there, though. Okay. Is, is being offended the same thing as being harmed? No. So and so so what I would also suggest is that maybe being offended makes you stronger. That but you had a point about that, didn't you? Because I mean, it, okay, just, Kathy's just like no. Oh, no, no, I, I had another point. Uh, okay, but no, go okay, ahead. Okay, do you yeah. want us to go on the offended no, no, point? No, no, okay. no, go for it. Um, we talk. We did talk about. I have a long history of being uh, offended, humiliated, abused, beaten. Um, all the things that a fucked up kid uh, can can brag about as an adult. Me, myself, I found great strength when I became an adult and I could make choices for myself to instead of staying completely in that sensitivity, which I still battle with today, I am a snowflake, um, I 
I chose to try to better myself, to deal with the offense, to allow people to have their opinion, to allow that butt hurt to feel, to make it make me stronger, to have it, to then I finally go, you know what? I have beautiful people in my life. Uh, I have a place to live. I have food to eat. Um, I'm actually okay. Whatever this person says to try to harm me, it's more about them than it is about me. It absolutely is the case where I, and that's why I'm so strong about this, that I don't want people taking away words that don't fucking offend me. I have mental illness. I am a fucking snowflake. I am fucking crazy as a loon. Um, don't try, you don't have to fucking protect me. So you don't, so if you're trying to protect everyone, you don't need to protect me. Well, yeah, and that's, that's a concept known as paternalism, is where the uh, assumption is that people are too weak to, to take, take care, care of themselves. themselves like women so, so they need, need men yeah so you need the um so you need some structure or authority in place uh, to look out for their best interests because they can't look out can't for, those it for interests themselves, themselves. Uh, one example i want to throw out uh, of, of making stronger so let's say you have someone who's uh, afraid of going outside right and, and, and they're they're just um it just makes him really uncomfortable. You know, every bit as uncomfortable as any bit of uh, being offended. So, so what's the best thing to do with them? Should, should you change their environment so that they never have to go outside? That's and, and what help, I do. And help them, <laughs> yeah, and, and help them f- and, and, and figure out all these different ways so they never have to go outside for the rest of their life? Or can you gradually try and figure out what, what is stopping them? How, what, maybe they, can, they can't go quite outside, but maybe they can go on the patio. Maybe you can gradually get them to the point where they can go outside on their own. Which one makes them stronger and which one makes them weaker is different than which one makes them more comfortable versus which one makes them less comfortable. Sure, but then we get to the level to where we say, okay, yay, Boogie, you, you, you uh, uber champion of not being offended or dealing with your offense. Not everyone has the same experience as me. Not everyone has the same genetics or the same mind that somehow has that little extra primal drive to not be fucking wrong and to not let people fuck me in the ass. Um, So I just, I am that way. But what about, there are people out there that... um, that are easily offended and don't have the mental uh, faculties to deal with it. So there is a justification to want to stand up. That's like people that are bullied and groups of people. And there are people that are the microaggressions towards other people and races and racism and all that shit's alive and fucking well. So where's the balance? How do you protect people while at the same time, Allowing the people who do want to be stronger and stand up and and learn how to love themselves, where's the balance? Well, I'm I'm gonna kind of take a hard line on this. Um, I I think so. So one first thing I would question is those those people that can't fight for themselves. Are who's telling you this? Is is it someone who is finding fulfillment in championing for the oppressed that is telling you that these guys can't fight for themselves? That these other people are weak? Or so. So I, first of all, I question if that's true. And then let's say even if it is true that some people they don't have don't, the capability. Have I, the I capability. can't. I can't go to war. Soldiers had to go do that shit for me because I'm a fucking coward. Okay, I'm not a total coward, but in in a lot of ways, you know, there there's always going to be somebody but, but, who is better equipped. To like, I'm the fucking mama threshold. Who writes all the shitty letters to fucking people who are fucking up? It's me because they don't want to do it. Yeah, but we're not talking about something like going to war. We're talking about words 
and that and just the, some someone getting their feelings hurt by words. I, I I'm not convinced that that shielding that that even people that are really fragile are are benefited by being shielded like that. Completely no. I absolutely I, yes. That, yes. Go to the microphone. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go to the microphone. I've uh, actually got something to say now. Uh, this uh, this quote came up the other night when uh, when my girlfriend and I were watching a Disney movie of all things, and Eleanor Roosevelt said that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And I've, I've got that quote written down on this paper uh, here. <laughs> and and hilariously. Because we exist in the lifestyle we do, it was that word consent that really spoke to me in that moment because it's so important to us and how we negotiate and how we do everything. And when it, come, and when it comes to words, there, there is a certain point where if you're being bullied regularly, if you're being oppressed, which I grew up as a Jewish kid in Tennessee, I, I, can, I can talk to you all day about it, um, and you know people telling you your garbage over and over again that that will get to you eventually sure. but there's you know I'm, i don't want to downplay that but there's a certain point where if you're going to be offended you're letting yourself i've i've been doing therapy for a while it's the one thing i struggle with the most is having to say okay who is really you know who's really being depressed here is this me letting myself get carried away by this or is this something real and when it's real it's something worth taking care of but 90% of the time, it's just shit in my own head. Yeah, and you mentioned being bullied. And I can tell you, one of the most defining moments of my life that makes me who I am today is the first time I stood up to a bully. Right. And I was, I was in sixth grade, uh, I was in seventh grade, but I was, uh, I was like right at the ed- cutoff time for the age, and I was short for my age too. Right. So I'm like two grades shorter than I should be. And this bully was an eighth grader, and he would, every, every day I would, I would uh, be in line, and he'd just push me out of line and he'd cut in front of him. And what I decided to do is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm getting right back in front of you. And I was here first, I'm getting back in line. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He just beat me down, and because he, he's, He's, he's four times my mass. I don't have a chance. But you know what I did? I got back there and did it again. Now, was that uncomfortable? Sure. But that was the best thing that ever happened to me was when I stood up to that bully. But what made you do that? Some people aren't equipped to do that. Some people, it would never, not only would it not occur to them, but mm. they, they literally don't have the emotional strength to do that. Some of us, like me, would back down and go sure. right away. So that's where you have sure. education. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and I'm not sure. saying everybody should do it the way I did it. Because it doesn't uh, always work. I have a whole <laughs> long life story of standing <laughs> up to bullies and being a fucking janitor now because of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you drawing a line from that to being a janitor? There is a direct line. I had a chance. I was on a major market station. But I stood up I've to bullies. I've heard you talk. And, and because of that... Because of that sequence of events, it didn't work out. The bullies won. I got fired, went to living in a van as a fucking drunk. And and my part in that, absolutely solid. That was my part in it. But people are afraid. I mean, now we're getting into bullying and we're getting away from uh, free no, speech. No, that's good because it's the effect that words have on us. And what we're hearing here is three different people. It affected us in three different ways. But I think I'm safe in saying that the three of us 
when something affects, I think I know, I definitely know enough about me and I think I know enough about you two to say that when something offends us or makes us uncomfortable or upsets us, the probably the first thing that the three of us ask ourselves is how much of this is that is actually real and how much of it is in my head? How much am I allowing to be offended and how much of this do I actually need to address? Because no, it's not me. It's the other person. I think frequency has a lot to do with it. And a lot of times what you hear from people, and I'm going to grant them their feelings, because I cannot speak. I was oppressed as a kid. I was abused as a kid. I had no one to advocate. I was told it was a piece of shit. But that ended when I became an adult and I told them to go fuck themselves. And then I got my power back. I don't, I, but I don't have any idea what it's like to be raised in oppression and then you're an adult and now you're even more oppressed because your parents aren't there. So I cannot speak from, you know, and you learn all about microaggressions and the shitty things people say because they're ignorant or racist or whatever. And how, what is the frequency that people are being verbally abused or micro abused or just shitty, annoying things that are said to them? I only understand what I understand, but I can't speak, and that's where I kind of play devil's advocate on both sides. I can't speak from my point of view about certain people, transgender people who have been literally, they're transgender, they're 50 years old, they've been made fun of since they started acting a little bit feminine as a five-year-old. So I don't know what an entire life of that is, or or somebody who is uh, of a different culture than the normal white person and what their oppression is. I can't speak to that. So I don't know... It sounds. This is the devil's advocate, where I say it sounds great that you should just suck it up and advocate for yourself, but at some point you're well, just worn down, and if you don't have the mental ability to do that, and I'm not really saying anything about what the oppressed person should or shouldn't do. Right. I'm saying uh, the offended person should, or the yeah, the offended person should or shouldn't do. What I'm saying is, is coddling really helping the best that. answer is, is coddling the really the best answer to that i don't and think so i i don't think so so that is really the essence of what i'm saying here uh and and so, someone mentioned or we mentioned name calling so i wanted to give a quote from Tyrion lannister um <laughs> what was i have that no from idea <laughs> so so he's got to speak in muppet characters for me to actually know who the <laughs> fuck he's talking about if you said Gonzo said this, and I'd be like, ah, Gonzo. So, so Tyrion Lannister is from from Game of Thrones. He he's a dwarf, and, oh, and Tyrion, okay. he's always oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. always being looked down upon and made fun of for being a dwarf. And then Jon Snow. But this is the first episode I'm talking about. Jon Snow. He's a bastard, and he's always being made fun of and looked down upon for being a bastard. And so, John, the context of this is Jon Snow is just really upset that everybody calls him a bastard. And Tyrion says this: "Let me give you some advice, bastard." Never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not. Wear it like armor, and it can never be used to hurt you. Fair enough. I get that. All right, because fucking Tyrion. I know. I, yeah, I watch videos of Games of Thrones. Yeah, nerds. I swear to God, he is a great fucking character. I got to say, he's loved for a fucking reason. He's uh, there. There have he's been compelling little fucker. There have oh, been Jesus, many did times I just where. Say that? Uh, <laughs> wow. God damn it. You suck. Is that called a Freudian slip? <laughs> no, that's called you being Just an being asshole. <laughs> I can't even compliment someone without degrading them. Oh, that wasn't degrading. Yeah, no, it was. It, that was oh. shitty. Sorry. <laughs> Where were we? I'm leaving we it too. Off. Fuck it. I'm a dick. I'm going to kill myself anyway. <laughs> Fuck off. There have been many times uh, in my life 
where I have heard people uh, use the word fat around me and fat pig, and, and they're not using it in reference to me, but they immediately go, oh, my God. They freeze she, up because there's a fat person among us. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said she that because I might offend her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not weight burdened. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Dimensionally sister, challenged. Oh, Dim- my God. I'm going to start making a list. My <laughs> sister thinks that I'm crazy because I, my way of dealing with that is to say, bring it on. Not because I like it, but because I know that I need to strengthen myself and wear it as armor and the only way i know how to do that is to expose myself to it over and over again and i don't always succeed i certainly don't have the kind of level of success that creative explorer has had in dealing with that kind of stuff but it's the only way i know how to deal with it so i i totally understand that line i totally understand that and i think it's what makes someone like me uh, more intolerant of others who want to create safe spaces to the point where we're all living in these padded rooms where absolutely nothing is going to uh, it's threaten just not us realistic it's yeah. not realistic because our, en- our enemies our enemies are definitely out there uh, especially ours at perverted podcast yeah they're, oh they're gonna be there now <laughs> <laughs> after this episode after did you get a thing from her i did are we gonna keep going no we're gonna okay. this, this, this was good so we don't have an answer but we were just talking about free speech because we're not politicians we aren't lawmakers but we are talking about some of the the, the benefits and the this is not an easy topic and it's certainly uh, no but it, it was, yeah, it was I, good. I want i want to tell another story about this Ooh, yeah. uh, so Sorry. so um the the idea of say so so say people have bad ideas right <clears throat> and you want to stop them from having bad ideas so one way you can try to stop them is through authoritarianism you can say oh well you can't you can't express those bad ideas so so who thinks that someone making a law that says you can't have this idea stops them from having that idea it does not it does not you go but underground now there's a, start there's a, a revolution story about this guy named Daniel Davis you can look him up. This guy... Is he in Game of Thrones? No. Is he a Muppet? This is real life. This this is a guy in real life. This guy, uh, a black uh, jazz singer, or or jazz musician of some sort. I forget what exactly he does. This guy goes and befriends his local Ku Klux Klan chapter. He just starts hanging out with him. He just asks him if he can hang out. And And they're like, okay. Ku Klux Klan, they're like, okay, that's kind of weird, but okay. And just starts talking with them. And doesn't doesn't call them evil. Doesn't say oh how how bad their ideology. He just ta- he just treats them the way he wants talks to be treated. About family, Ta- talks about family. Talks about like stuff. Yeah. This guy deconverted two hundred KKK members. No. Yeah. Completely really? collapsed their ideology. You know this? Yeah. Oh, I've read it. Oh, yeah. our audience members know this. It was ballsy, but it, it works. Did he use force or speech? It's just speech. He didn't force it. He didn't even call them evil. And, that, and that's kind of one of the things that I think is important to keep in mind. There are actually surprisingly few evil people in the world. All these people that you're claiming are, that, 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 that's, that it's uh, now common to call, oh, they're Nazis, they're evil, they're, they're, they're alt-right or whatever. These are not evil people. There are certainly there are a lot of, there are a lot of good people with bad ideas. Sure. But there are very few evil people. There are some. Well, two yeah. percent psychopath, sociopath. Yeah. Is, I'm not even worried about the. So, I'm not even talking about the sociopaths. The truly evil people, uh, I don't think are sociopaths. But that that's off topic. But sure. you know, the sociopaths or the psychopaths, 
they tend to keep to themselves because they just realize it's in their best interest because that's they're, all they are is self-interested to keep their head down and not make waves. Except for the millions of them that are in prison. I'm going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> that because they just came out of their house and just randomly killed people. Well, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's, let's. Okay, good. We got the wrap up. Let's move on to the next whatever. Is this supposed to be something happy now? I think it's the only happy thing we have left. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Again. What? Every time. You said we were going to do some, the fun uh, thing but, at the uh, end. No. Why I, did I put that order up there? I have glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Why do I even? You can't read it. And the stuff you can read, you Look, skip over Did I over not it. embarrass myself enough today, Kathy? Don't. I have no sympathy I made fun for of my favorite whatsoever. character in fucking Game of Thrones. Just, like, just let me fucking. Do you want? What do you want? You want Unger to well, come? Yeah, no, we should no, skip to, do the should skip to a different segment. The, the thing that I. The, that we were, I thought we were going to talk about during the uh, anime segment. Oh, let's do that. Oh, shit. I don't have a jingle for that. Good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you want to prep this? Uh, sure. This was something we were going to do for Kathy that you were going to do and that we had big plans on it. And big plans. Yeah. Just go ahead. What? It's going to be good. What is it? Uh, we're, we're really just fucking with you. It's just a, it's just a present I got for you from Anime Expo. Now, I think it was two episodes uh, ago. Yeah. You said... Uh, you know, you were you were complaining. I think veiled about me. I and you were me sa- complain. And yeah. you said you, you needed, pretty hard. You I needed help you. a a woman's touch. Well, oh, this shit. this is the closest <laughs> I can do to giving you a woman's touch. Go okay. ahead and show it to her. So so what she is seeing here is oh a thing I picked up. Oh my god! Is that Princess Peach? That oh is naked. Princess Peach naked. <gasps> oh my god! She looks so hot. Oh my! This god. I picked up at Anime Expo. That is so a picture of Princess oh. Peach. Uh, by, by an artist, I, I got, pr- and it even has plastic on it, so you can jerk off on it. And, and you're what? not jerking off anywhere near my picture. Well, there's plastic on it. It's just, I'm I ignoring just like, you I right just, now. You know, it's <gasps> right there. So, so there, there you go. That's the, as close as to a woman's touch as I can get. Wow, you. this is why I suck his dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Kind of hot. You know you're going to tingle yourself to that picture, don't you? I'm just going to put it up on my wall and and just just turn off the lights. Get your Lilo light on there. (laughs) Oh, like you're in the sewers and fucking Mario, and then you can see Princess Peach. Okay, I think. And now you're going to save her. The I feel fantasy coming on. Thank you for that. You got you got it. (laughs) Did did you notice uh, what's at the bottom of the picture there? Are those those? Those are the bitey mushroom things. Yes. No, those are the turtle the, shells. The little, the little plants that try yeah, and bite you. Yeah, you. Yeah. I just want to hold it. Give it to okay, me. Okay, now, come on. Okay, now we're at some fucking advice. I'm sorry, what? I swear I saw that, and you know my whole wall is covered with uh, animated None sexy women. None as good as this one. And that one's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that one's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> sexy. Stop looking at, don't get an erection by looking at this picture. What if I did? What I if I did right now and I said, you're not going to. All right, come on. The thing. Look, she has a shaved pussy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Ah, okay. I don't want it here. Yes. Take back. Thank you. It's covered with Some plastic. fucking advice. Okay. This is from Arbor 56. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I think that we'll make it because we've done this topic a number of times. So let's just not, not quite like this. Okay. okay. She says, I've always known that I like women and I figured that if I like women. Is that it she or he? She. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I figured... <laughs> what? <laughs> you. 
Or they. What? Did I do something wrong? Did I not acknowledge There was their... a look on your face. <laughs> well, it's dynamically, for me, different. As, All right, as, just you know, quit while you're ahead. Okay? Head, cis, pussy-loving fucking dude. America! <laughs> I love how you just Marka! drop the A altogether. Marka! Marka! I like Verge! Can I continue? I don't know. I'm just thinking about your peach pitches. It's looking yeah, pretty hot. That's all you're going to do. I'm like, Mew, want to have a threesome with the pitcher? Yeah, look, she's smiling. She's down. I love her. She can, not you. Huh? She's pretty and cute. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. I'm just saying. I've always known that I like women, and I figured that if I like women, that means I don't like men. Makes sense, right? I think that is the best. I think you should stop there, because <laughs> it's true. It kind of makes sense, in a way. Yeah. She says, then I had a guy hit on me at a party, and I got that same giddy, giddy feeling as when a girl shows interest, and that was really confusing for me. Then came the day I lost my virginity. I went to the Folsom Street Fair and went to a club called the Power Exchange. And the first person I ever had sex with was a woman there. But afterwards, I ended up hanging out with a trans woman, and we had a ton of fun, and she got me into my first orgy that same night. Thanks to her, I now realize I'm very into trans women. But I found that I'm not really interested in trans men, and I'm not sure what I think about gender-fluid people and the rest of the non-binary groups. And I've been trying to figure out if that makes me pansexual or bisexual or something else uh. entirely. This woman is a little uh, fucked up. <laughs> First off, A plus on if you're fucking zero to 60 sexual experiences. Went to motherfucking Folsom. <laughs> lost my virginity. And then had chick, an orgy. And then had a fucking trans orgy. Fucking like. If That's you're quite gonna, a day. If you're going to do That is good day. <laughs> I know. That is. My first time I went limp because I was so <laughs> nervous. I came in three seconds. It was not the greatest day. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I was horrible. the worst because I wanted so bad to be the best. And I just, for years, I wanted to be the best. So, and I had this weird thing. I didn't even fuck. I like had this thing, like, yeah, I'm just going to stretch it by doing this gyrating <laughs> thing. And oh, I remember buddy. I had, like, in my first sexual experience, I had one girl just look at me, just like, huh? What are you doing? Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so uh Yeah, let's So yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking about Arbor. 56. I was thinking about my sh- <laughs> I was I was just thinking of my shame. She so, doesn't know what she is. God, do you have to? It's my question exactly. Do you fucking exactly. have to? You don't need what to. is your name? Is your name Bob? Then why don't you just start with I'm Bob and I like women and I like trans women. Why I this is why do you need to label everything? If you everything. are comfortable with labels and you want labels, That's you know great. what? Fucking go for it. But if you're like you know straddling all those lines and you just don't even know what you are, just go with what you like and forget the fucking label. Just be Bob. That's right. Whatever you know, male, female doesn't matter. Just be Bob. All right. You know what? My name is Kathy. Your name's Kathy. And I am demisexual. Okay. I like leather dykes. Great. I love sucking dick. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get the two in there? That's but awkward. I it couldn't do it. But I you know, don't like feminine women to have sex with. Curse you. Yeah, but see, uh, more for I, me. Woo! I love trans men. I okay. I am sexually attracted to trans men for some reason. Okay. But I don't know what that makes me. Does it even fucking matter? I, I, here's, I'm, I'm, com- I'm happy that I at least can identify what it is that I like, and I can go for it. Here's all a title does. I mean, some people remember Abyss. She really liked the structure and titles and things like that. And yeah, whatever, did. if that's your jam, that's that's how you work. But it just conflicts because now 
you're not having a conversation. I would rather just say, "Hey, Kathy, what 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 are you into? What 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 about Kathy? Tell me about Kathy." I don't just want to be. I just don't want to meet your box and an identity. When you say this my is my label, is really nice, this I'm is well. I want to meet your box, but you know, <laughs> I don't want to meet your identity exactly. box exactly because that ends the conversation. Where you know, oh yeah, I'm this. Now it's good to have certain terms for describing who you are and what you like, and that's that's really good. But I know so many people that are literally like stressing. What am I? Does this make me this because I like this? I can't be this if I do this. And it's just like, wow, you've just really you pigeonholed yourself into being something that you now have an idea in your head what that word is supposed to be. And maybe just like this person, maybe all of a sudden you're like, wow, I really like trans women. I would have never known that if I would have guaranteed myself to be this or that. Right. Uh, I think one of the problems is I think that the person is underestimating how many dimensions of a variety there are. So they think there's variety. They, th- there's this tendency to think it's linear. I'm either here, here, there, I fall somewhere right, on this right, line. Right. And what they're they're not considering is like, no, this is multiple dimensions. Sure. And and so there's that's a combinatorial explosion uh, where th- there's no way you could have a label for each thing. So um, and now you said titles. And titles are a little different than labels. Titles aren't quite so bad because a title usually has a purpose to it. Uh, so, so, like most people that have titles, they they have a title, you know, for a reason. Some people like being called master, for example. That's a, just a title, uh, but that's different than a, a label. So, so a label is is something you that's describe semantics. yourself as. I mean, but but that's the thing. It's it's yeah. I would just suggest is just realize that there's a zillion dimensions there, and. It, there's there's enough dimensions of variety that it is nearly impossible for someone else to have the same exact spot on all those dimensions as you. So I think what they're wanting is like, oh, I need to find other people just like me so I, I can learn from their experience. But uh, unfortunately, there's only one you uh, because there's there's that level of variety. And that's where humans. righteousness comes from. When people, and I've seen this in the community, I've obviously seen this in religion, because if my identity is more wrapped up in my whatever title, label, whatever, if my identity is wrapped up in that word and say you use the same word, like if I say I am Bob and Bob means this, and all of a sudden you come on and you're an asshole, but you still call yourself Bob, you just made me look like an asshole, so now I have to be righteous and say your Bob is the wrong Bob. And then just instead of just saying I'm Boogie and I Bob... <laughs> on uh, Mew and Bunny's vaginas, <laughs> not the Bob you're thinking of, slut. Um, so I just, yeah, it, just be yourself yeah. and and don't, just have conversations. Yeah, have conversations and and just don't. You're, as far as I can tell, you're on the right track because you, you found out fearless, a lot you're of running shit around, you're doing real shit. quick, and you're doing it safe, especially if you're going to um, the Power Exchange, which is a great. Nonprofit, just like we are. So you've licked like eight thousand pussies. Still doesn't know if she's bisexual. Oh please! Don't I you think we need a little? She has a girlfriend. Mew, what? Uh-huh. Oh, it's oh, you're time now for her butthole. Mew, can I see your butthole, please? Yay. Thank Yay. you. Thank oh, you. She's so good at it too. <sighs> she immediately hops down and she. Uh, well, she's she does pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. That's nice. nicer than the peach poster, it's true. 
because it's mine. I take it. Put in a pen for our legions of king until the world figures out we kind of stink. But who cares? Because vaginas are pink. And we just proved it. Unger? Yes, Boogie. Unger, what's going on in the chat room? Not a lot. Really? Well, then. <laughs> there was not a lot last week, too. But last yeah. week we were on Sunday, so there was a reason for Unger, it. part of my not killing myself it was is... was before that we were on Sunday. ...is um, that Legions of Kink would get really boring if every time we had you come over and put a pin in the thing. I so like Kat, watching Unger so come Kat, over and put I a pin in I know, because you're thing. a pervert, and well, you want his man titties. Um, I like man titties. Well, yeah, I'm not, not arguing. So we said, hey, okay, what are we going to do... To kind of make this a little more interesting, we're a we're going to only do it once a month from now on. So everyone who's perverted podcast l- listeners, um, send in not only your the city you're listening in, um, but also tell us something about your city, something, something ab- personal, something, something you like, something not about the place, the population like, is whatever. Yeah, yeah, something that that you dig or something that's interesting to you or something that you take some you know, pride in this is where I live, or you can just say it, it smells like a fucking shoe factory and I want to kill myself. You can say that too, because that's funny. Um, suicide is funny. I just, just, so want you, just want you all to know that. And painless. So, uh-huh. And painless. It, <laughs> is that a lyric in a song? Wait. It is. Yeah. Mash. What? Mash the top. Look, song. okay, I, I watched that religiously um, uh, after the movie. I own the movie. But I didn't hear the words, so it was in the movie. Suicide is painless. I didn't get, but yeah. anyway, Unger. So we had two. So he put the pins in early. Yay! So who tell us our listeners and something about their area? Okay, so we have the the two that kind of when you asked for this like jumped first, so they get this week. Uh, first of all, we have Nemok, who is from. Trubingen? I hope I'm saying that Trubin? right. Is it? Is it have the three in it? It has the umlaut, yes. Trubin. In, in Baden-Württemberg, Germany. Yikes. That's a fucking bad Say that again. Baden-Württemberg. I hope I'm saying this right. Baden-Württemberg. Um, Baden-Württemberg. Baden-Württemberg. <laughs> not an I think I just... Did you get something I like? Yes. <laughs> oh, German is such an authoritarian... <laughs> Fucking language. It's just, yeah, that's some fucking word. I like it. Fucking 87 fucking letters. Class. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. And uh, I've, I also have looked a little bit into it because I, I didn't know where it was uh, and I needed to know where it was to put the pin in. Um, it's actually a really pretty city. Um, and Nemok's thing is like, you can't. Go more than five minutes without being surrounded by trees. Oh, that's nice. That. Let's move there. And that's there's nice. like a river that runs through it. And Can we get a like job a there, Kathy? Well, you center. wanted to move to. I will move. I will move most places where I get a job where I don't have to scrub shit out of toilets. Yeah, okay. it'd be harder for him to do the daddy dome thing in Germany. I uh, think. That's true. I think Japan. Da- I'm so. I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's go to Japan. I'm going to Japan. Gonna be go, a daddy dome Japan. Go ahead, Unger. So, so that's 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 uh, uh, Tubingen. Uh, the other one we had this week is Paddle Bob out of Northampton, UK. Paddle Bob! Yay, Northampton! Um, and apparently Northampton has a big rope scene. Ooh, nice. Kinkwise. Uh, it's also a a center for shoemakers That's and it. other leather yeah. work. And what? Other leather work. Damn. Yes. So ah, if you have the see, shoe fetish like or the leather stuff. 
I swear to God, I, th- I did you not read that. I had it on the thing earlier. You, you know, this yeah. is one of those things where the mind just picks up shit because I didn't actually read any. I mean, I look at the page, but I didn't say it. So, you know, the mind actually read it without my knowledge. And then, like, I just, like, yeah. channeled it and shit, man. Actually, one of the factories that makes Doc Martens is in Northampton. Oh. Uh, we got to go there. Now, that's where we're going. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to all these Can we places. get a job in Northampton? Making shoes. Making shoes. Yeah. I can't make shoes. You look like a cobbler. <laughs> no, I look like a fucking peach cobbler. <laughs> I don't look like a cobbler, Kathleen. I look like a fucking lump with some shitty ice cream on top. Arr. All right, thank you. Thank you very that much. Was nice. See, that was in. See, that yeah. was a little more interesting, it right? Was, so we so learned a little bit I about. I didn't get to see man titties, but you, okay. d- you didn't. Oh, I'm sure Unger will will uh, pleasure you later. <laughs> um, you and Creative Explorer. Hey, you guys want to fucking bust an Eiffel Tower on Kathy? No. Wrote little rotisserie chicken. What do I look like on? to you? That's no. Weird. You were asking me. Huh? You were asking me about what's it, going on in the chat. And tonight, not much, but that's come up like four times this week. What has come up? I told you. Eiffel Tower has come up in the chat four times this week Because they're a pervy chat room. Now, I don't believe in psychic energy, but I do believe that the brain is like a cell phone tower. And if you're thinking something and it's electromagnetic pulses, it's got to be in the brain and shit. Come on, Creative Explorer. Back, back me on this. There's he some, is not. Give me some logic. Give me some look, shit. Yeah, your brain's radio look wave. Look here, alligator balls. That's not going to happen. No. I want... Oh, I can't say that because that's going to be Is there anything politically else in insensitive. There, <laughs> Other than Eiffel Tower? Uh, um, <laughs> no. There's been Kathy, a lot, would you? I mean, because... Would I know, what? It's been a week. Yeah. Wait a minute. What do we call you on the show? Uh, because uh, fucking Alan said it's on his bucket list. Creative Explorer, are you down with that? You guys going to do some Eiffel Tower? Just you know, he, he he's one of the most open-minded people I know. In an effort to figure out if he was even attracted to guys at all, what does this guy do? He fucks a guy in the ass. No! Gotcha. I got to hand it to he you. He strips down naked and goes to an all-male gay kink party to see if there's any interest whatsoever. Strips down at the door and just starts walking around. See? So that he could walk out there and go, nope, absolutely no interest whatsoever, right? Yeah, well, that that wasn't exactly why I did yes, it. Yes, it is! <laughs> <laughs> but Don't I, argue with me! I, I did go to a gay play party, and uh, I was I was invaded, invited by a gay guy. They they yeah. had some of the interests, same interests I had. I, I liked, you know, um, there was a time I was a bondage bottom. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm just over there, and, and, and they all know I'm straight. So I'm, I'm at this male-only gay play party this was here right yeah it was yeah, here sure. and uh I, i'm just walking around naked and everybody knows i'm straight so i'm <laughs> like, like this, what is this fucking guy doing no, here why like no, fucking candy I, I'm, to the, these I'm the forbidden fruit yes. like the one oh. that they they want to convert mm. over to their other side right. and i was like oh what i wouldn't have given to see that this is i was like yeah you know i think i'm actually I think this is kind of evidence that I'm fairly comfortable with my sexuality, that I can do this. Yeah. And that you are 100% Okay, hang on a sec. I call <laughs> fucking bullshit. Hang on. Okay. Because a lot of people use that, I'm comfortable with my sexuality because you'll put yourself in a situation mm. or you're okay with seeing something or that you're okay with letting a guy touch your balls and maybe just massage him a little bit but not do it like in a sexual way. And, and everyone says, <laughs> well, that means I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Kind of implying that because I don't want to walk through a dungeon naked, that I'm not 
secure with my sexuality when in fact I'm pretty secure. Don't get offended. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that this is something people say and I'm just calling. Well, I, I would just like to point out though that's what you took from it. That's not what I said. There we Fair go. Enough. Fair there enough. There we go. It was inferred. <laughs> you inferred it. He did not imply it. That that's ah. correct. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Trust me, I've had enough fucking gay dreams and woken up and gone, well, do I like this dick? And then I'm like, oh, it really doesn't work out in the w- <laughs> in the waking time. Like, you'll fuck anything. You'll fuck like a pound, an alien pound of hamburger meat in a fucking dream. And you're like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then you wake and then up. You and you wake up. And you wake up and you're like, all right, well, how do I uh, feel about it, this? It's analogous to offense. Offense is, uh, is only taken. It's never given. That's right. Was I offended? Yes, you were. You were butt. Well, it was oh. analogy. It was that oh. was something you took. So I don't. Th- I wasn't saying you were offended, but I was saying it's the same pattern where you you took something from what I said that I didn't give you. So, in other words, if we stopped you from using words like I, like whole <laughs> sentences, like I walk naked through a gay party, and we stopped you from saying that, we would have never had this conversation, and I wouldn't know more about my sexuality. Good boogie! Yay! <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you, Rachel, for providing this perverted playground for us recording. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out Ew, about my microphone smells. Joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Anga and everybody in the chat room. Woo! Thank you to Mew for showing us her asshole throughout the entire show. Good girl. Thank you to Creative Explorer for being our resident free speech expert. Thank you. Thank you to the rest. I don't even know who's behind me. Please. Alan and Vina. Vina. Thank you so much for being here. And especially thank you to Stumpy Mac. Not only is that an amazing name, but you donated a generous amount of your hard-earned cash to perverted podcasts. Thank you very much. Stumpy Mac. (laughs) How you doing, kids? If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037 and don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. I'm Show 164. I'm proud to do my <laughs> to be here next week. You better be here. It'll be good. So glad I don't drink and use drugs because I understand that that's when stuff happens. So anyway, I don't know. Here's a song. Every morning I can hear what the four winds are calling for Lay before me Morning sun in your hair Birds of song singing in despair They inform me That the time that we shared Didn't rhyme with reality I can see through all the walls that the Pied Piper built in shame Unseen truths That the man made of stone Built his home on a withered frame I am a fool For the time that we shared Didn't rhyme with reality I'm wasting time anyway I can 
stars come my name I will play with you even though it's just a game From my white horse Well I can slay the evil dragon with a wicked stare With my own force I can steer wooden ships through the storms using broken oars I stayed my course for the time that we shared didn't rhyme with reality la da 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 la da 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 da